Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. A marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars above in your eyes. A fantabulous night to make romance neat the cover of October skies. Get all the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. You know I'm trying to please to the calling of your heart strength that plays soft and low. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bobby Show. Todd Bobby Horrors with you. What's going on, everybody? Here we are. Markets again is not not a total surprise as we thought that they we were in this this summer the the summer charge and uh, not much going on. And of course, that's really what we're seeing is a market that doesn't have a lot of action. And again, should we be surprised? No, I don't think there should be any surprise here. I think that. You've got a market where dull markets are in the summer, and the markets are trying to decide whether or not they're going to break out to the upside. And certainly, if you look at the at the Russell and the Dow, I mean the Russell and the uh, Nasdaq, certainly we would think that that it wants to break to the upside. I mean, you know, again, is it going to? Can't answer, but it certainly looks like it is, and certainly I would not be. Uh, recommending short positions in here in the in the general markets. I mean, the general markets look like they want to break to the upside. So why would we want to decide that you know we'd we'd want to you know say well no the, the top is in. Well, again, we called the top in January, and and now we think that again that now you have to be very cautious in here because you don't have you know the the positioning. Uh, that it looks like it wants to go lower. So, I, again, I would not get too aggressive here one way or the other. You know, when the VIX is going down to the the the, the low levels again and the volume is drying up, is there really a reason to get involved? You can you can try to listen to the news all you want and, and, and hear what these uh, yokels have to say. But at the end of the day, um, the markets will determine, the markets will decide what they're going to do. And right now, it looks like they're trying to go higher. So for, for my money, I don't see any reason to get overly uh, anxious to try to do something one way or the other. I, I think that this is a, a, a market that is uh, quiet and, and looks like it's going to try to work its way higher. And, and until it gives us a reason that that's not going to be the case, again, there's no reason to try to fight you know, the overall markets at all. I think this is a a um, a, a, a reason to uh, to believe, and of course, this is what we look for on a regular basis: is how do we find the best opportunities for us to be able to make the best trade? Again, we're 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 strictly trying to trade in a in a probability model. So the probability is is simple. Okay, right now the probability would lean towards the upside. Uh, trying to sell here or short here would be more likely a mistake and would probably most likely cost you money. You know, you want to be, you want to be on the short side of the market when there's a lot of activity. You want to be on the short side of the market when volatility is high. Those are the times to be on the short side of the market. When the markets are 
just drifting higher, then again, who's going to sell it? How are we going to get there? So that's just something, you know, we look at, you know, and you're, you're seeing, you know, uh, markets trying to work the wire even this morning. They tried to sell them off. In fact, the S&P got negative for a while. And then, bang, there it is. It's still going higher. So, you know, this is something that is, is, um, is, is a classic mistake by many. And when, when I look at this, and I, I go, the only thing that would be of, of concern to me is that typically when the markets are going to go higher, the S&P is stronger than the Dow. Now, it has been for the last couple of days, but today the Dow is much stronger, uh, which would be an indication that maybe this rally is here not as strong as it, as it looks. That would be a concern. I mean, when you look at the, at the VIX, index you know based on how fast we're going up the markets the vix is only down 44 points or, you know 44 cents whatever you want to call it so again that's something that 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 that, that makes us believe that you know you could see a, a continuation i mean certainly you know this market could make new highs we would not at all as we've said many many times be shocked if the market didn't make new highs uh because certainly um um, certainly there's opportunity for the market to continue. Again, we can't say directly what's going to happen, but you know, if you, if you look at the NASDAQ, the NASDAQ futures were down big and then they're up. So yeah, you have to continue to always obey and follow the rules of the market. And the rules of the market are, is to not fight the tape and not try to convince yourself that you're going to be right. I mean, that's always something that we you know, try to make sure that everybody understands is let's not try to outsmart or outthink ourselves in this business because if you do, typically what you end up is in the toilet. And you know, trading is hard enough and without trying to outsmart everybody, okay? Again, you, you need to work and stay within the market footprint okay you need to be uh worried about what the markets are how they're reacting to different things uh but basically you want to be worried about how they react um to what's going on okay to themselves because that is indeed the issue is what does the market footprint look like we talk a lot about footprints because the markets do leave a footprint the chart leaves a footprint and i think that's something that we always need to be focused on is what is that footprint how do we understand that footprint well it's you know a basic explanation is if a market's going down and it stops going down that may be the end and that's always something that we need to be focused on is to where does the market end where does it where does it decide to change directions and you, if you're if you look at gold right now gold's kind of in that middle area of which we don't know which way it wants to go okay it's kind of in that uh that area of uh of deep consolidation that is it seems to be continuing to struggle on on does it want to break out to the upside or does it want to break to the downside and that's something that you know, we have to focus on and understand 
And right now, I mean, I said today on, uh, on, on the CME TV that, you know, right now you're probably better off waiting until gold breaks above 1310 or breaks below 1280 because you can get chopped up in these, in these ranges. And, and why, again, put yourself in a position to be chopped up when simply if you have the, enough patience to sit back and wait for it, then you get a, a better opportunity. I think that is something that is always the case that we have to be focused on is waiting to have where we believe the highest probability sits. All right. That's always something that, again, you, you have to understand the, the probability of where you stand and what you're trying to get done. And if you do that, you give yourself a chance for success. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Horowitz, and of course, LibertyTalk.fm. We'd love to uh, have you download the show every day there, and uh, actually make that your main station since we have content 24 hours a day. So download the Bubba Show and the Sporting Edge at LibertyTalk.fm. And also, don't forget to get Bubba's Daily Update, which is available to you for free each and every day. I do a, a quick three to five minute video after the markets close, send it out to you, and you can sign up for free. Just go to BubbaTrading.com. Fill out the box, sign it up, and you're all set and ready to go. No charge, no credit card. It's just yours to keep and cherish. This is the Bubba Show. Top up Horowitz. We'll be right back after the break with more. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Top Bubba Horowitz with you. And, of course, you know, there's always stories in the naked city. And, you know, we've gone through the, uh, the Samantha B story and, you know, the way – markets are and, and and what's going on and and again i just you know i i often wonder why we have so much um you know disdain for everybody you know what what happened to um you know we can just try to get along and that is something that you know i don't know why we become so divided uh in our world because there's really no reason for it. You know, that, that's one of the things that, 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 that I don't understand is why are we and when did we become so divided? Um, and it's a shame that we just can't manage to make it work because, as we know, the United States of America is the greatest place on earth. And we can, you know... Make this a great country, but isn't it amazing we spend more time fighting against this country because when you're fighting against a leader, you're fighting against the country. In other words, as we've said before, you're hoping your plane crashes. Now, is that really what we want? You know, I always find that interesting that, you know, you're when you're fighting against it, you're fighting against the... The, the 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 good stuff you're fighting against having a real opportunity to improve and make this country better for everybody i mean don't we want to have a better country for our kids don't we want to have a a, a better environment i mean isn't that what we're all about is to uh, to leave the place better than we found it so i always find that troubling that we cannot seem 
to get along. And again, you don't have to like me. What do, what do I care? But work with me. You know, we, you know, they don't have to like President Trump. But is it better to to fight? Is it better to be a jackass than to make the country better? And I think that is something that always I find uh, very upsetting and very annoying because, you know, we don't get this trade story. You know that politicians of the past have made it their job to screw us. Okay, say what you will. But as I've said on this show many, many times in the past is every time there's a debt crisis, every time there's this crisis, every time there's that, they're always going to solve it. Why? Because it's their way of being able to basically screw the American people. Right? Because they don't really care about you and me. They care about the money. Right? And certainly, um, we would like to get past that and we'd like to get to have the country run the way that it's supposed to run. And, you know, it's supposed to run like a business, which is the beauty of having a, a person like President Trump in office because he is trying to treat this like a business. So when we, when we continue to, to try to fight against creating good for everybody, and isn't that what this is happening? Are we not seeing? I mean, look. I don't agree with a lot of things that are going on. In other words, the jobs, I don't think there's as many jobs because, unfortunately, there's not enough people qualified for the jobs that are available. So I can't agree with all the excitement that has been, been expounded upon out there, but I can agree that things are they're trying to make things better. They're trying to get things to be better for everyone. And at the end of the day, is that not what we all want to see? And I think it's time that the left, that that the ones, the the people that are fighting, get off their ass and say, and, and that goes for some on the right too, because you know, some on the right are quietly, you know, jerking around. So you know, I I just think that it, 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 we we have such a a possibility now of turning this country and making it even better than it already is. We have such an opportunity to really become um, the, the nation that we remember, the stories we heard about before we had so much divisiveness between everybody. And, and that would be my wish. I mean, for me personally, it ain't gonna affect me, I'm gonna die. I'm not gonna be around when, 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 when this is all said and done. But I would certainly like to leave and lay some groundwork so that we could make it better for my kids, your kids, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Because, you know, I want them to remember the good old days, as we used to say, right? I want them to remember, like I remember the 60s, 70s, and 80s. I want them to remember the era. But as long as we're, we're, we have so much hatred in this world, as long as we have so many people trying to fight against their own, which is totally ridiculous in, the, in its own right. But as long as that is the case, we won't get there for those reasons because we've got too many people trying to fight against it. And, 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 it, and it's so illogical when you look at it. And again, forget about what side of the eye you put on, but is it really right for what's going on? And, and I think the answer is no. 
And I think that ABC and, and the major networks contribute to this. We talked about Keith Olbermann. I mean, what a jackass he is. I mean, really, you know, call, you, you call the president a Nazi and, and everybody yells at Trump for calling uh, President Obama uh, a Muslim. Okay. But yet it's okay to call him a Nazi. I don't know. Does, does, that, does that make any logical sense to anybody? You know, that's always something, again, name-calling is ridiculous to begin with, but, but is, is it not better to set up a better situation? And, you know, we go back to Jamal Hill, who said all those nasty things about Trump, and yet she's still working as well. And to me, I find those things more troubling than anything else because we, we don't live... Right now, we, we don't have an equal and fair society. We have a this side against that side. And, and again, you know, in any business, in any culture, it shouldn't be us against them. It should be we have our views, you have your views, but how can we work together to make it better for everybody and become more of everybody's views? That's one of the things that, that I always found troubling is we can't seem to get to that point where we have everybody's views and everybody's best interest at heart. And, and that, to me, seems slightly problematic as well. And, and that, those are the things that I would love to see corrected because, you know, at the end of the day, again, I want it to be a better world for the people that are coming, okay? I've already, I've already been, all right? I'm at best in the home stretch, okay? And it, 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 you could at any time you could be very close to the wire, but wouldn't it be nice to be able to leave this place knowing that it was in good hands and not going to be totally destroyed because of our Federal Reserve, because of our divisiveness, because of all the hatred that somehow is resurfacing after you know who knows you know how far do we have to go back? I mean, there's always been issues in this country, but isn't it? Wouldn't it be nice? to be able to go back and, and make people, not make people, but have people and get along so that we could actually work to make this the place that we all love versus the place that creates more trouble. But that would take getting rid of the lobbyists, which would be a great thing. That would take getting rid of you know, all the special interest groups, which would be a great thing. You know, again, these are all things that, that wouldn't be bad, right, in my opinion. I mean, again, I don't see why we need all these guys because all they're doing is scamming, scamming the cash and, and, and raping money off the top. I mean, that's what I see, you know. But, again, who am I? I'm just, I'm just a guy. I'm just somebody who lives here. But, again, I, I, I don't see it. I don't like it. And I certainly wish that we could make it better. This is The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, and, of course, Speaking of making things better, remember my high school investing program, highschoolinvesting.com. We're trying to raise money to continue the program. We're getting very close to running out of capital because I've paid for it myself for the last eight years, and I'm getting some help through patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. But in the meantime, if you'd like to help us out, go to patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. And also, don't forget to download the show every day at libertytalk.fm, The Bubba Show, and Sporting Edge, and Crypto Investor X. We're going to step out here for a break. We'll be back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horwich, the Bubba Show. We're coming right back. 
What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report, bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, is seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got The Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horde to you. And let's step in with our buddies from Rural Rally Radio. Me with John Jenkinson this morning. Here we go. And I do mean gentlemen. Todd Horowitz, Bubba Trading, is joining us here this morning, live from the floor of the trade there in Chicago. I believe that's where you're at anyway, isn't it? Good morning. Good morning, John. Yes, I am. I'm sitting right outside the pits right now listening to the action that's going on here. So, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, a little stronger, as you said. And, uh, you know, I look at, you know me, I think we're going higher. And uh, I think we're at great levels to, to look to be a buyer. My concern remains in the soybean market, which is, if it doesn't hold $10, I think there's some issues. But so far, we're holding up. Yeah, notice that we took that soybean market down, and we even probed below that $10 just briefly yesterday, and then we bounced back a little bit. Um, a buying opportunity most all the way across the board, really. Yeah, I think so. Look, we, we talked about this, you know, the, the trade wars and what everybody's using an excuse, but I think that at the end it's going to work out perfect. And, I, and, and again, you know, one thing about soft commodities, I mean, there, there's a demand for them and there's going to be a need for them. So I think – you know, we're going to be able to sell, we're going to be able to export, and we're going to, be able to do everything we need to do. And I think that uh, China is going to come to the table, and this is going to all work itself out. Todd, I shared a text message with you last night, and I complimented you on some things that you said yesterday on Market Day Report on RFD TV on the TV side. And, and if, with your permission, sir, I'd like to go back and visit those comments because I think you, I think you brought up a lot of great points that. You don't necessarily hear from traders, but you hear it from producers. You hear it from a lot of folks on the on the reality side, and that is uh, addressing these trade wars and this this whole big picture about how you know we still have to eat. All of these other countries, they still have to buy products, and there's only so many places you can get product. Hundred percent, and 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 certainly, John, when you look at it. I mean, China's only getting bigger, right? I mean, you know, there is going to be, and someday there may be a supply issue. We may not have enough supply to feed everybody. So, you know, as as the classes of people want to eat better and do better things, it's going to create more of a demand. And, that, and listen, that's why this is all going to work out. Everybody's posturing right now, trying to you know, get the best deal for the country. But in the meantime, the United States for, you know, for, I don't know, 50 years has taken the worst of it. And I think President Trump said, hey, it's enough. We don't want we're not looking for to get the best of it. We just want a fair and square deal. And I think that's what we're going to end up getting. 
you you make a couple of good points there. Number one, the United States has taken a back seat. Uh, if you look at trade globally, as far as deficits are are concerned, the other thing that I think that some people aren't thinking about is, um, and and particularly when it comes to this trade war. Uh, "Quote unquote" type activity is the fact that, well, uh, China can just get their, uh, their get their product from somewhere else. Well, okay, what if somewhere else next year doesn't have a crop? What if they have a crop failure, widespread uh, widespread crop failure? What if they have some disease come through? What if all of a sudden that supply isn't there? Um, this this is all going to work itself out, I think, like what you say. And uh, I also like what you have to say about there's more headroom in this uh, in this market. And I want to focus on soybeans. We've been as high as 1060. Yeah, we've went down. We tested ten dollars, bounced off of that just a little bit. Uh, so there's. I, I think you're right. I think there's still a lot of room to grow here. You know, the Safrina crop this year wasn't that great. And in your opinion, do you think that globally we still live hand to mouth for supply? Uh, I think so. And, and I think that, you know, look, you're looking at a market that there's a lot of reasons to believe that the market should go much higher. Uh, one would be obviously supply demand and, and, you know, what we've got. And, and two would be, you know, if outside money starts to flow in these markets. I mean, I'm still looking, John, for a potential big market here in these in these grains. Again, I, I remain concerned about soybeans. They just haven't acted as well as everything else. But at the end of it, there's going to be a big demand for it. And, and again, if people, if, if, if populations are going to grow and, and the classes are going to get better and we're not going to be, you know, we're, we're looking to improve our middle class around the world, then you're going to see a much bigger demand for this food. So, I, I, again, it, it just, to me, mathematically, it just makes sense that we're going to see better pricing. And that's where I see it is, as we go. And, you know, everybody's always shopping around the, the corner trying to get the best price. But at the end... It's going to come down to who's got it and what am I going to have to pay for it. What about trade volumes here recently, uh, yesterday, and what you're seeing this morning? Is trade volume kind of light, or is it just, just they're yeah, they're very they're very light. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. They're they're, they're kind of light. They're 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 less than average in my eyes, uh, which is another sign that says to me that we're going higher. You know, when you get light volume in a in a market that does drift a little bit lower, that's just some some weak hands getting out and and selling. And I think that that creates a much bigger rally. And if you just look at a chart, I mean, soybeans for the last, I don't know, three months or so have been in this range, 1077 to, to, to 980 on that one spike down. But in the meantime, we're right at the bottom end of the range and looking like it's going to turn higher. And, and again, I wouldn't be surprised to see new highs across the board. Todd Bubba Horowitz is here with us. Todd, when we come back, you had mentioned something uh, about the uh, fund money and some of the the, uh, the the outside money. I want to I want to get deeper into that and what that mentality is on the other side of the break. Right now, let's stay tuned for Tim Ross, meteorologist, got a check of the weather forecast coming up next here on Commodity. Day. Let's go back to the trading floor in Chicago, and Todd Horowitz with Bubba Trading is here with us. Todd, when we left off, I was going to ask you about uh, the funds and, and what their what their kind of view is right now. Can you kind of give us a feel for where the money flow is at and why? Well, I, I, I think that a, a lot of the funds are, are short here, and you know, I, I think especially in soybeans, but I think they're going to be wrong. I think this is where they're going to get hurt on this on this volume. Uh, and, and I think that really applies into uh, the meats and the cattle, because I, I think when we look at what's going on here, it, looks, it appears to me that somebody is stuck big short because they've been trying to put out news or information 
indicating that we're going to go a lot lower, and yet we haven't we haven't even taken out the lows. So to me, that that just indicates that there's a lot more room to the upside as we work higher, and, and that's why I think every dip is a buying opportunity because I think that there are a lot of shorts out there that are that I think are going to get squeezed. And there you go. That's what you commonly refer to as, as being squeezed here in the market. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned that cattle market. We went down and we test. We got close to uh, uh, in that live cattle uh, market. We got close to 100 and then bounced off that. In fact, in that August contract, which would be the next front month. You know, we got down all the way to uh, 102 yes, uh, yesterday, and we were uh, even you know, weaker than that at one point. But that market really started to, in fact, it was trailing lower, and then all of a sudden started to come back a little bit and uh, actually put some money back on. I understand that Packers are still well in the black, and there's no reason that this market shouldn't hold in here, uh, with, because I continually hear some in the trade say, and in the industry say, we've gotten past this this big quote-unquote wall of cattle that was on the way well i think the wall of cattle was an imagination i think to me i look at it that that was put out there because the shorts are trying to keep the markets under under control and keep them lower and we saw this or if we go back a couple of months or whatever we had the big difference in cash versus futures and all of a sudden that's starting to flatten out as well so again there's a lot of things that go on in, in markets and you know when when people get a big enough position they try to you know, help push the markets that way. You know, it's no different than the big banks doing equities. You know, they say, you know, we're going to be, we're, we're recommending A. Well, that's because they want to sell A and get out. So, I mean, that those are things that happen and those are part of markets all the time. And I, and I think that that's what's really pushed these markets, which indicates to me, we'll see more action like we saw yesterday with a big pop to the upside. So if you're a producer, uh, what what uh, what do you do in this case? Where, where we see the cattle trading at and the hogs? Well, I mean, I'm a buyer. I, I missed out yesterday. I was trying to buy 102 in August, but I get to 102.20, didn't make it. But I think that you got to look. For, the first thing a producer's got to do is protect the downside no matter where it's at because you want to make sure that you can stay in the market and hold the position. But, I mean, if, if you're if you're speculating and you're trying to, to add on a little bit here, I mean, certainly 102 in August cattle is, I think, a solid buy. I think that we work our way higher. I think if you look at the feeders, 145, I think, is a great buy. Uh, and I think we're going – I think we test – 110, 112 in, in the fats, and I think we test 155 in the feeders. So I, I think we have a lot of room to go on the upside. You know, to lend credibility to that comment you just talked about there, um, you know, we're, here we are with asking prices 114, 115 for cash. But you mentioned the feeder cattle. Uh, everybody that I talk to out in, in uh, cattle country uh, who are out in the trenches, they say down the road, this feeder cattle market's going to get pretty tight, that there's not that many feeders out there right now to be bought up. And they expect this market to really start to rebound. They must not be part of the same wall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what about yeah. the other outside markets, the dollar, everything else? You know, crude oil, crude oil, boy, it took a hit, didn't it? Well, you know, listen, listen to the radio. Yeah, real rally radio. You'll hear these <laughs> things. And, you know, listen, I think oil is done. Uh, I think this is the new paradigm, the new paradigm that everybody's thinking that it's going to go back up again. I think it's gone. I'm looking for the 50s next. You know, I, again, there would be a rally here and there, but I'm looking for much lower prices. I wrote this morning that this may be the high forever in, in, in oil. And again, it, it, I'm not saying it's going to be. I'm just saying that I, it, to me, it's going lower. I think the dollar is going significantly higher. As you and I have talked about, we talked about 95 was our first target. We got just over 95 and have sold off, and now we're consolidating. Uh, the Dow right now, the, the general markets look like they want to go higher and make new highs, uh, but it's so quiet and slow that dull markets drift higher anyway. So that's just kind of what we're watching. 
Well, there's the bell this morning. Hey, Todd, it's always good to visit with you. Todd Horowitz of Bubba Trading. Get a hold of him today if you have any questions. He'll be happy to help you. Let's check. And this is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, that was our interview with John Jenkinson of uh, Rural Rally Radio. And, of course, uh, remember to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. And don't forget to get Bubba's Daily Update, which is available to you for free at bubbatrading.com. Just go there, fill out the blank. And you can get my updates every day after the close. This is the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz will be back with more after the break. The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz coming right back. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And as we look at at other products and look what's going on around the world, and of course, we see a mixed grain market right now. And, you know, what does that all mean? Well, it doesn't mean a lot. It, it means that it looks like they're coming down to some support. I think we got to watch those uh, soybeans around the $10 level. Uh, but, again, I think that the the ag space is, as they say, green acres is the place to be. Well, I think the ags are the place to be right now. I think we've got some some very good opportunities to see some some big movement to the upside. Uh, and I think obviously if we can tie that in with, with a market break, now we're not predicting a market break, but if that does happen to happen, I think that would make the potential for what we would call a big market here in, in, in grains. And I think livestock looks really good as well. You know, one thing you got to remember if let's go to the, if, if game, if the economy is as good as they say it is, if everybody is doing as well as they say they are, well, wouldn't that create a much bigger demand for beef, okay, wouldn't that create a bigger demand for protein? So would that not create a bigger demand? Okay, so again, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, again, now, conversely, when we look at the oil markets, okay, oil, we think, as I said with John, I think the tops are in. I see no reason to believe that oil is going to go higher. Now, again, it, it'll be, there'll be rallies. I'm not saying they're never going to rally again. But we see the, the, the new paradigm in oil. This is a very typical to markets that blow off to the upside and you get that big excitement and now everybody wants to get back in. Uh, and, you know, from, from our perspective, from our point of view, uh, I, I don't see um, oil going higher. I, I see that there's a, an overwhelming supply uh, of oil. Uh, so if you look just from a straight supply, supply demand, Okay, we've got enough of supply. All right. If you take into the other things in in the technology space of where we're going and and how we're going to uh, eventually get away from fossil fuel, I think that's another issue that we look at. So when when, when I look into the future, I don't see that fossil fuel should be as much in demand years from now as they are today. So if we if we continue to to look at it that way, does that not make sense? And there, then then oil should not be a big demand. I, now again, I don't look at it as oil is strong. Oil is a, a strong a sign of strong growth. Okay, uh, you know I, I think that you know this this whole hoax from what I call the Great Train Robbery was just that it was a hoax that they forced the prices of oil up for the biggest drive weekend ever. I mean, just to, to pad the bottom line, you know, this is something that I think is, is that, that, that happens on a regular basis. And quite frankly, it kind of pisses me off a little bit that we, you know, continue to let them get away 
with with this. Uh, I mean, simply to me, this is a um, a a problem that we've we've dealt with for years. Okay, that you know you can create. You know, when you when you own and you control, you can create these shortages, these types of situations that all of a sudden we know we're coming into the biggest demand and we can. So let's make sure we, uh, we tighten it up so that we have to have them pay more so that we can make more profit, you know, that, and, and then of course, then we don't have to drop as far later. And again, to me, that's pretty simple, right? That that's pretty much, you know, the way it kind of works. I, I just, I, I look at it from, you know, that standpoint. And again, I don't see the big demand. All right. And, and I, I think the next thing we, we look into is, you know, the, the crypto world. OK, you know, the crypto world is is striving now. You know, obviously, they're not going straight up like they were. But the crypto world is striving now because I think that many people and I think more and more every day are getting tired of the way that things are run around here. This is the we'll call it the financial revolution. OK. Uh, that, you know, we've talked, we've talked about this for years, that there was going to be something. And to me, this is simply a financial revolution that people are continuing to get irritated and pissed off at the way things are handled right now. Because, you know, when you let the Federal Reserve do basically whatever they want, okay, and create and print more money and determine, you know, and, and destroy and take out the free market system, okay, which is, in my opinion, what they have done, okay? Without free markets, you don't have anything. And, and I think that, to me, is an issue that we need to address because, you know, you have to be able to have free markets to have buyers and sellers meet and let them dis- to discover what value is, not what what the Federal Reserve says should be valued, not what, Joe Schmo says should be value. To me, that creates a bigger problem, and that's something that we 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 have not been able to get around. And of course, this is you know the the Fed for for a hundred and five years has has basically you know uh, taken advantage of the situation and the banks that run it. And to me, I think that's a much bigger ordeal that needs to be solved, and, and we have to step up. And I think that's kind of what you're seeing when you see the cryptocurrencies getting bid up and uh, you're starting to see the field narrow. This is very similar. Again, this is very similar to the internet. All right. You know, the internet was, was valuable when it was here and obviously we see where it is now. Look what's happened, but the cryptocurrencies are doing the same thing and you're starting to get rid of some of the trash and you're starting to focus in on some that are giving you a better way to do it. And I think that is going to be our answer. And I think that's going to be a way of trying to eliminate the Federal Reserve from having so much power and control. Now, if they would do just what they were supposed to do, which is just handle the money supply and, and, and monitor, okay, and create and, and keep us away from these meltdowns, then that would be fine. But, of course, they haven't done that. They, they are actually the creators of the meltdown, which to me is an, another issue, but that they are the creators of the meltdown. They are the creator of the bubbles that we see. And that is the 
overall bigger problem is that they are they have the ability to create these bubbles okay and you know at the end of it that's where i think you see the bigger problem is by allowing them to continue to pump up asset prices with phony money like monopoly and then it falls apart because eventually like any other ponzi scheme and that is what the Federal Reserve did is they, it is a legalized Ponzi scheme. But like any other Ponzi scheme, they all fail eventually. That's why, that's why the bubbles that we grow, that we blow, always fail. This is not new. This has been going on since forever. But since 1980, when the, when the Fed kind of took even more power, all right, you continue to see that we, we, we blow up these bubbles and then they have to collapse. And the problem is not that the bubbles collapse. I mean, that's happened for in all of history. The real problem is, is that the carnage that is done to the innocent and unsuspecting, that is, I believe, the bigger problem is the damage that gets done to the average person, the person that doesn't understand the markets that has their 401k or whatever, or their IRA in, in, in the stock market. And then they get forced out because they get nervous. Me, to me, that's the bigger problem. Okay, and that's what what happens when you run a Ponzi scheme. When when you run a Ponzi scheme, the people that get hurt are always the same. They're always the ones who can afford it the least. And that is a sad, sad state of affairs. But what's not sad is this is the Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Horwitz, and it's always great to be and spend some time with all of you. In the meantime. Don't forget about LibertyTalk.fm, the only station you need. That is my station. And, of course, we've got 24-hour-a-day programming there for you. So you can download the show there every day, The Sporting Edge, Crypto Investor X, and The Bubba Show. And, of course, our high school investing program, which we're coming into the next new year again, and we're going to have to make a decision whether we can stay in it or not. So if you'd like to help us out, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. That's Patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. It's always my pleasure to share time with you. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same station, right here on The Bubba Show. Bye, bye, bye. Revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Liberty Talk FM.